Good evening and of course a very warm welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Equine Devil's Advocate. It will be the last one of the year and goodness it's Friday already. We certainly hope you've had a very good week and a lovely Christmas. Do you know it's such a strange week, the one between Christmas and New Year. I actually lost a day completely. In fact, this podcast nearly didn't make it to you till tomorrow, and I would still have been saying Friday, having convinced myself somehow that Christmas was on Monday, then somehow Wednesday became Thursday, so consequently, Wednesday disappeared. Are you all now thoroughly confused? Great, that means we're all on the same page. No, in truth, it is actually Friday the 28th of December today, and what a lovely day it's been too. Dry, a hint of sunshine, and actually quite warm. And the wood pigeons. What is going on with the wood pigeons? They're all cooing already. Could that mean an early spring? Oh, yes, please. That would be so nice. Anyway, today is about bringing everything together, a little roundup of our first year, 2018, of making a podcast, albeit only for three months. But we must say a very big and sincere thank you to all of you for joining us and corresponding with us. Delighted to have you on board and please do continue to share and like. Of course, it's Podbean, Facebook, Spotify, our website, www equinedevilsadvocate.com and YouTube. Now, YouTube, hmm, it is still misbehaving somewhat and very behind in loading the current episodes. But, all things being equal, it should manage to resolve itself for Series 2, which will be starting in the New Year, calendar New Year, I might add. And with a bit of luck, it will upload the whole series not just random episodes here and there. But again, thank you to those very first subscribers. And of course, you are more than welcome to leave comments on YouTube as well. Now, it is because of social media that Equine Devil's Advocate was born. Social media has a wonderful side, but also has a dark side and, more importantly, a very confusing side. You see, coming from a place through a journey with horses that, for me, was not influenced at all by social media, I can see the upside and the downside. The upside is instant access to libraries of information. Some are visual, some are written, some are autobiographical. Some are journeys that just started and you can follow them. Some are journeys that you can look back over them. The downside is how to be discerning of that information, how to engage with it, either because we like it and agree, or because we don't. But how do we question? How do we apply it to ourselves and our own horses? And if it does not sit well with us as individuals, how do we know? Is it right information or is it wrong information? 
we here at Equine Devil's Advocate hope the offer of correspondence via the website with privacy, one's dignity can remain intact and questions can be asked. Stories can be told and our own experiences shared with others. Achievements, successes, no matter how big or small, and yes, mistakes, the influence of opinions or trial and error. Because the world of horses is a huge, diverse world in which to walk. It is full of challenges and ups and downs, surprises and unknowns. But it is also one of learning and developing. It's a world of great delight, huge support and brilliant friendships can be formed. But yes, it is also a world of criticism and disappointment. We're going to look at all the things that we've talked about right from episode one, which was where we began our individual journey, all of us, with the same unwavering passion. It's this extraordinary magnetism that horses hold. It does definitely draw us to them. Everyone in their correspondence had a first love. There was Trampas and Buttons, the Shetland that frequented the railway station. There was free-range children riding ponies with head collars bareback all day long. There was our grandparents with a passion for the working draft horses of their lives. There was Sugar Puffs and Ready Breck that was taken to horses with genuine love from children with their need to give something to these amazing animals that they would dream of day and night. Then we went to the willing participant and we can see how things change. Well, here we had a pony that didn't conform. He had his own agenda and to all intents and purpose was a problem. Or was he? Was he actually a problem? Or perhaps just simply a little stuck, not yet knowing what the world had to offer him? Those unknown pleasures that actually, in reality, made him very, very happy. You see, now, in our current time of social media being the go-to place for answers, these stories become lost, or, at the very least, hard to find, because they don't depict the answer, the one-size-fits-all, that sort of philosophy of this is the way, the best way, and the way it must be. In our current time, thinking outside the box a little bit, perhaps being authentic, true to yourself, learning to feel your way through a problem, is often met with, well, what can we say? Criticism, perhaps? Scepticism? Or perhaps plainly just even confusion? But I feel very strongly that there are many, many of you out there that do think outside the box, but perhaps just keep it to yourselves. And that criticism actually comes from a place of a lack of being able to question. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that way? Is there some method in your madness? Can you explain it to me so that I can understand? And so it is our aim and our principle to say, yet yeah, go for it. 
feel free and safe to ask questions, to discuss, to debate. It can only be a good thing for us and our horses. Then, of course, we moved on to Tutankhamun, my first love, my golden beast, and, of course, my pathfinder. We got to hear about first loves from others, horses and ponies that you too adored, very special friends in your lives, and those that were your pathfinders, those very special four-legged friends from your past and your present. And there were so many more, Tecasa, Brillante, Olive, mouse-eating Olive, Hans and Mouse, the Dorman ponies, the beautiful Tina and the saintly Sandy, all of them so very special and unique in their personality and those that made me such fabulous memories and brought delight to my life, my life in this world of horses. You see, sharing my memories with all those characters, although you never met them, from your correspondence I know that they rekindled your own memories and experiences of your personal journey through the world of horses. It can only be a good thing to remember those loved ones and what we learnt from them and what we shared with them. It seems that the world gets faster and faster. We move so quickly from one task to the next to the next. So, I have to say, it's absolutely fabulous to hear from one of you via email that said how nice it was to find yourself luxuriating in a hot bath, smiling at some of the precious memories I have of horses from my childhood. Thanks, Equine Devil's Advocate, for reminding me of those special times and precious memories. Well, you know, for us, that is very, very moving to hear, and it gives us a real sense of pride and value in our sharing with you. Then, of course, we had our two specialist topic questions. There was Stella from Day by Day, and it turned out to be so much compassion for one little coloured mare and her little girl. So many people vested in her future and welfare for all the right reasons, even though their thoughts differed quite a lot. And then we had the racing and the thoroughbreds. Again, the opportunity to discuss a divisive topic, but to learn a little more, to explore a bit of history, history of some great horses, and to discover a lobby of people with real tangible desire for change, a desire to right some wrongs and an opportunity to gain a small insight into how the thoroughbred is perceived and thought of throughout the world. And of course, we are still waiting to hear if Claire found her thoroughbred soulmate. And something else we all did. We looked into the perfect fit and what that actually looked like for so many of you. Thank you so much for all your correspondence. We got to hear about fabulous schoolmasters. There was Athlete and Cuslick Ossie, Wiley, the Hunter Jumper, the Heart Horse. 
There was the two Fjord girlies, Fancy and Nora, both clearly integral parts of the family. There was the bucket-flinging horse, who, like Dennis, clearly took his destiny into his own hooves. And we also got to hear of some outcasts too, outcasts that landed well and truly on their hooves and came up smelling of roses. And this has all culminated in the enviable stoic Richelieu and the constructive mischief, perhaps, of Rickmar. I think it's safe to say we all agree it's a fascinating world, this world of horses, for all its ups and downs, the challenges, the successes and the heartbreak. It is somewhere we all want to be. We all wanted to embark on this journey, to be a part of it, to live it, breathe it, experience it. So why not share it? Why not share our thoughts experiences and stories. It can only be a good thing. Needless to say, over the past three months, we have not even touched the tip of the iceberg. As I said earlier, we are a teeny tiny minnow in a sea of communication. We do, however, want to become the size of a humpback whale. But to get there, there is so much more to share and explore, to discuss. Realistically, we haven't even begun, which is why the future looks so exciting. We've had so many lovely emails for, from you over the past few weeks saying how much you've enjoyed our podcast, but also how much it makes you remember and how much it makes you think. How you all enjoy so much hearing from others their thoughts and their feelings and their stories too. A few of you, however, have said that you would have liked to share something, but you felt perhaps a little uncertain. You said that you felt as though perhaps your experience or story wasn't interesting enough. Well, let me tell you, not so. Because others of you, a good deal many others of you, have said how enlightening they find it to hear that there is someone else out there who in fact feels the same way that they do. Now throughout your correspondence there is something else that has also come to light. Quite a lot of you have questions. Not big questions as with the specialist topic questions but small personal questions that for you remain unanswered or the answers that you have been given somehow just don't sit right. Hence, Series 2 will incorporate a question and answer segment. Your questions we will explore and look at possible answers. We will also consider answers that you may already have. And in considering them and discussing them, we can look at why they don't seem to work or perhaps fit the bill for you. We will delve deeper into the nitty-gritty of what, why and how. It will be fun. And, of course, without judgment or reprisal. Your privacy and dignity will remain intact. So, don't be shy. Join us and feel free, of course, to get involved. There will be more of my stories 
and my experiences and hopefully now you know me a little better and that there perhaps really is some method in my madness or my mad passion, whichever you prefer. Now this will be our last podcast for 2018 and it is primarily a big thank you to all of you that have joined us and as New Year, we're going to follow the calendar New Year, as calendar New Year starts on a Tuesday, we will be broadcasting our first episode on Tuesday the 1st of January 2019. So do please join us then for episode 1 of series 2. And we do of course wish you all a very happy, prosperous and exciting new year. Until then, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, take care and we will of course speak soon.